Episode 11 of the Dogs of War podcast is brought to you by Zabo Apparel Company, a Cleveland-based, veteran-owned clothing company. Look, if you like America, if you like the Browns, if you like Cleveland sports, they have something for everybody. Check them out, szaboapparel.com. Big episode coming up. We're in the bye week. Lots to talk about. Let's go. Oh, yeah, and don't forget to subscribe and rate the podcast, Dogs of War, on iTunes, Spotify, or anywhere you can find podcasts. Here we go. 18 seconds left. He's got the snap. Back to pass. Up in the pocket. Shooting it long and deep. And it's picked off. They got it. Terrence Mitchell's got it. And it's all over here now. They can't take it away anymore. 11 seconds left to go. Mitchell takes the football. He's going to run it down to the best fans. The most patient fans in the league. Right to the dog pound. Up and in he goes. Yeah, it's recording right now. Let's do it, Kevin. Can you hear this? Can me or can our audience hear this? The audience can hear it. I mean, it's recording. I'm assuming they can hear it. Episode 11. Welcome to the Dogs of War podcast. I am Kevin, along with my co-host. Raleigh. And when we unite our powers, we become the Dogs of War podcast. Hell yeah, Kevin. And let's tell them about our creative episode name. Today's episode, episode 11, is the Bye 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 Week. Why, Raleigh? Because we're on a bye and the refs can't hurt us no more. That and that celebration the Seahawks did on Sunday. Never have I wanted to win a game more than when after they did that. Yep. After they did what? Their bye 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 in sync celebration dance. Oh, I had no clue what you were talking about. I was just rolling with it. What they do? Good lord! You were at the game. I didn't realize they did it. I was in the nosebleeds, man. When they scored, they went over and did the in sync bye 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 dance in the end zone to our crowd. That's I mean, really mean and really creative. At it the was same fucking time. awesome. Like I, I, it's gonna, it's a celebration of the year, no doubt. But it was also at the same time against us, so it was very hard to see. And I never wanted to win a game more than when I saw that. Did they do it after the win? No, after they scored. Which touchdown dance? Which score? Like, was it at the end of the game? No, it was early on. Oh, then, yeah, at that point, I had no... Again, I was in the nosebleeds, but that's fantastic. And I don't know what the bye-bye-bye dance looks like without context. You were obviously more of a Backstreet Boys fan. Clearly. Or 98 Degrees. Anyway, welcome back. For everyone that's tuning in. Always appreciate it. We're here this week to discuss the debacle that was the Brown Seahawks game this past Sunday. Let's start off right away. You were at the game. I watched from the safety of my couch, but give us a rundown from actually being there. I got to be honest. I had a great time despite the gut-wrenching loss that occurred at the end. Mm-hmm. I sat in the nosebleeds for the first and It was like section 512. Highest I've ever watched a Browns game. <laughs> Not actually highest, like but in the seats? from an elevation oh. standpoint. Um, the view was awesome. Couldn't get a firm grasp on the celebration dances, but I had a great time. All right, that makes sense now. I, I really was confused with how you didn't know that or see that, but I get it. Yeah, well, moving on. We think on our feet sometimes. But yeah, this episode we're going to talk about the refs. We're going to take no ownership for this loss and blame it entirely on them. We're going to talk about some kick-ass stats that a lot of our players 
are holding currently and drop some other news and finally finish off with an AMA, Ask Me Anything is what it stands for. It's a Reddit term. We put up a questionnaire on the Instagram machine, Angry Browns fans, shout out me, asking fans to give us a list of questions or fill out a question for us to answer on airs. We cherry pick the good ones, and that's what we got going for us. Basically, we're trying to half glass full everything about this Browns team right now. That's pretty much the story of being a Browns fan in this podcast. Let's get into it. Okay. Blown call number one that went against the Browns. The missed face mask on fourth and goal. Yeah. Chubb, we were on like the one or the two. He got dropped behind the line. It was a blatant face mask. That clown he dropped on him would have resulted in a brand new set of downs. Instead, we lost the ball on downs. Yep. So that sucked. The horse collar tackle of Russell Wilson. Morgan Burnett made a badass sack. Should have been a sack. Wasn't called a sack. It was called a horse collar tackle. If you look at the footage, excuse me, footage, it wasn't a horse collar tackle. It was clean. Resulted in a 15-yard penalty, brand new set of downs, and the Seahawks eventually scored. Kick in the momentum gut and kick into the war effort gut. Nice sentence, Raleigh. Idiot. Next one, the blindside block. Nick Chubb took a pass from Baker for a gain of 11 yards. What was the call, though? Blindside block against Jarvis Landry. This, my friends, may be the worst call I have ever seen in the history of sports. (laughs) The guy was coming at him, head down, ready to go. What is Jarvis supposed to do? If you haven't seen the replay, I don't know what you're doing, first of all. You shouldn't be listening to this podcast. Number two, you have to go see it. Uh, that's all I have to say. I, I, I'm absolutely speechless about that call. Huge call. Another momentum shift. Big killer. And lastly, DK Metcalf had a non-catch that the refs called a catch. We couldn't challenge it because we already lost our challenge. No kind timeouts. Of, no timeouts. The game ended shortly after. Whatever. So it's entirely the refs' fault. So... While Riley is saying that sarcastically, let's make one thing clear. We are not ever here to blame the refs for the outcome of a game, 100%. We had many, many opportunities to win this game. Oh, yeah. Big opportunities to win this game, and we did not capitalize on them at all. That being said, it's not just our game where the refs' calls were just absolutely putrid. Anyone watch the, the Lions game last night, Packers? I mean, come on. <laughs> the margin of error or the margin of victory in the NFL is so small. The margin of error that you're allowed to have is so small. When you make these plays, these calls that are so absolutely absurd, they do affect the game greatly. I'm not again. We could have won this game despite those calls. There were other, that's a whole other story. I'm not getting into the analyses and all that. That's not what this podcast does. But when so many egregious calls are made in one game, yes, there are absolutely the domino effect that can come from that. That's all I will say on that topic. I am never going to blame the refs for a loss, but this cannot keep happening. It is a huge problem in the league right now. Look, on any sports site, any football site, I mean, any blog, any podcast, that is all people are talking about right now. It is a league-wide huge problem, and 
literally, I don't think I've ever seen everyone agree on one thing in a sport as much as they are right now with this. It is across the board. Every team is seeing it. NFL is a huge problem. They need to figure this out. Plus, I'm just kind of wallowing in self-pity right now still for the next couple of days slash possibly weeks. I'm still pretty dead inside. I There's just no, and this is going to be me just screaming at the clouds like I have for the last 31 years of my life. You cannot lose a game when you're up 20 to 6. I don't care what happens. You cannot lose a game when you're up 20 to 6. Yes, I'm repeating myself. And there is too much talent on this team to be 0-3 at home right now in front of the home crowd. Let's talk about some of our kick-ass happy stats. I guess we can still hang on to a few things here, folks. That's what we do here at the Dogs of War podcast. We try to hang on to anything and everything we can. So let's talk about a few bright sides of the team right now. Start about our uh, couple of our linemen. Batonio, fifth-rated guard right now. Holla. Treader, fourth-rated center. What about Megan Schobert's husband? Megan Schobert's husband right now is first in the NFL in solo tackles. Pro Bowl for sure. Miles Garrett tied for first for sacks in the league right now. OBJ and Jarvis, 13th and 14th, respectfully, in receiving yards. Chubb, second most rushing yards. And to top it all off, we are the second youngest team in the NFL. And Kareem Hunt is getting off his suspension soon. Soon. The eight-game suspension for him is almost up. In that case, not that we don't already have a monster backfield, but good Lord, the potential that has is just so incredibly sexy and arousing. We have the talent. We have the heart. We only lack the play calls that make sense. The first time we said this before on this podcast, we finally have the talent. It is not the problem for the first time ever. In my lifetime, yeah. we have the talent. There's a few other things that need to be worked out. Look, there's a lot of things that are coming up. Everyone wants to talk about, is Freddie the guy? What's wrong with Baker? Is he regressed? Is OBJ not going to gel? I'm not punting this discussion or this argument or making any excuses. I still think it's too early to be making any crazy verdicts. Granted... It's not that far away from potentially having to make these verdicts and saying these things. But am I hitting the panic button yet? No. Why? Because the back half of the schedule is still very, very promising. We're heading into the bye week right now. We're in the bye week right now. We have time. What I like is that we're practicing right now. This week, we're at the facility. A lot of coaches will give teams you know, several days or most of the week to go off and do whatever they want. We're still working. We're still trying to figure it out. There's still a lot of things that we can hold on to to give us some hope despite having to go in to play the Patriots here in a couple weeks. Yeah, they're pretty good, aren't they? They're incredible. Number one defense in the NFL, uh, greatest quarterback of all time. Uh, Yeah, this will be an incredible test of absolutely every part of our team well let's talk about that next week when we're actually going to play we need stuff to talk about next week it's a bye week we're not talking about the patriots no absolutely not yes um yeah and other news austin corbett got traded traded today to the rams for a third day draft pick i thought it was a 2021 undisclosed pick second or third day it's a later pick but hey 
You know, some people are already saying, you know, is this Dorsey's first bus? Nobody bats a thousand. No. Uh, it was clear that, you know, he. I think he was on the field. I saw for 15 total snaps this year. He couldn't even get out of the field even with the injuries we've had on the line. It just clearly wasn't working out for him in Cleveland. Um, you know, best of luck with the Rams, but it was time to move on clearly. Uh, now let's see what we can bring in, what we can do. It remains to be seen if we're going to, you know, help bolster this O-line. We need a little help. Obviously, we need a little bit, a little bit of love. And I got to assume that that 2021 undisclosed draft pick, third rounder, fourth rounder, will ultimately be in the Hall of Fame someday. Pro Bowler. Yeah, for sure. If you're listening, undisclosed draft pick, down the line, remember. Remember us. Speaking of you being at the game on Sunday, you had to walk by and witness and see the beauty that is the Muni lot. Shout out our people in the Muni lot. Let's get into it. The Muni Lot payphone. For those of you that don't know, I've realized we've been kind of doing a bad job of explaining this. If you don't follow us on Instagram, at Angry Browns Fans, holla. Once a week, we put up a phone number for you to call in and leave voicemails. Whatever you want, your thoughts on the game, how many beers you drank at the game, whatever you're thinking at the moment. We have some good submissions from this week. Hopping into it right now. Here we go. Yes, sir. You can't get us this week, Russ. We're on a bye week, baby. Let's go, Browns. Okay, I'm saying this right now. The rest have officially ruined National Football League. All these bullshit-ass calls on Trey Flowers. Really? Illegal hands to the face? Come on. They've officially ruined the Football League. I've seen about two years. There's going to be no more football. Seriously. They're killing us. Hey, go Browns. And, by the way, hang your best fans. You know who I am. Goodbye. As always, thank you to everyone who calls in. Once again, check us out on Instagram at Angry Browns Fans. We post on the story, usually Monday or Tuesday, the phone number to call in and leave us voicemails for that week's episode. We could just give them the freaking phone number. And the phone number is 216-282-5063. Again, that's 216-282-5063. Call in any time then. Audible. Speaking of Instagram... Let's hop into the AMA that you posted today. For those of you unaware of what that means, we said a little bit about it earlier. Raleigh posted up a story on the Instagram that just said, ask us whatever you want, and we'll address it on the podcast. Why? It's a bye week. That's what we have to talk about. And I don't want to reflect on the Seahawks game anymore. We lost. It was horrible. There's a lot of things to talk about. <laughs> but we have a whole bye week to figure that out. So let's get into some good things instead. Talk to the people who actually put up with this and listen to us for whatever reason and hear what you have to say. All righty. First question. Most secure jersey to buy as a Browns fan. Not even close. Joe Thomas. He's retired. He'll be in the Hall of Fame. And he is the greatest lineman of all time. Thousand percent. Next question from A Rowdy underscore. Do we accept bandwagon fans that try to jump back on when the Browns make a comeback? If you were on... No. Well, sort of. If you're a new bandwagon fan jumping on for the first time, yes, we will accept you. If you were on the bandwagon, then you jump ship, then you want to jump back on once we're back in power. Not allowed. Yeah, it's a one-way ticket. One-way ticket. Good question. Where do babies come from? Answer the Muni lot. 100% the Muni lot. 
Should the Browns hit the panic button? Absolutely not. Once again, not saying we're far away from potentially having to do that, but no, not enough sample size yet. I don't care what everyone's saying. This stuff has to come together eventually. You hope. Favorite Knicks-specific meme page spinoff. <laughs> that title belongs to my favorite spinoff page, Angry Knicks Fans. The guy's awesome. Interesting. Supporter from the early days. Next question. What percentage chance would you give the Browns to win out after the Pats game? Uh, Like every game? Every game? Uh, I can't even answer that. For any team, that's an almost impossible question. You're saying you go undefeated the second half of the season? Uh, I don't know. Let's go 5 or 10%. Okay. I'm saying 85%. Next question. If the Browns left the NFL again, oh, God. who would you cheer for? I'd, I'd quit. I'd think I'm I'd... not even putting this into the universe. I'm not even speaking that into existence. I would never watch football again. Well, it's on the podcast now, so yeah, I would just quit watching I football. I quit NFL. <laughs> that's a pretty funny question, though. And life. I'll ask you this one, Kevin. What is your go-to drink order at the bar? Depends. What season is it? Like, what time of year? Are you, uh, what do you got, a pumpkin spice latte or something? Nah, I'm not a big pump. I don't drink, I don't like Starbucks. What? Oh. I don't like Starbucks. I, I despise Starbucks coffee. Uh, let me think. All right. Fall, wintertime, a little chilly outside. I, I go for a whiskey drink, a little whiskey diet. Summertime, I'm going to do, you know, vodka soda or a nice Miller Lite. And I'm good for – I'll do a rosé every now and then, too, in the summertime. Ain't no one too good for a little rosé. Oh. Nice patio, rooftop. Give it to me all day, baby. What about you? Uh, whoever wants to sponsor us next, that's our go-to drink of choice. All right. T-Wizzle 03. Who is the best Browns QB besides Baker since 1999? DA. Has to be. Yeah, Derek Anderson is the only guy to get in the Pro Bowl. But his reign was short-lived. Good question. Do you think we should continue the up-tempo offense or the slower tempo? Again, we're not analysts here. I don't know anything to give you one or the other. I do like, however, how we came out flying to start the game off against the Seahawks. Up-tempo, no huddle. Baker's getting the ball out real quick. I would love to see us keep doing that if we can figure it out and be consistent. Why can't we win football games? Hmm. We have. We won two. Yeah, we had two, so jot that down, buddy. Are the refs actually killing football? Ghetto Garrett, great main page. Hmm. Are they killing football? No. I would describe the refs as being an overbearing father figure. It's going to mess up the kid in this analogy that's the NFL later on in life. It's not fun, but killing, no. I like that. Yeah, it's sick. Uh, Kevin, Worst team in the NFL. Oh, boy. You know what? Bengals. Because I just don't get along with Cincinnati sports fans at all. I would say the Dolphins, but we have to play them. We have to play the Bengals, too. But the Bengals are a divisional rival. Uh, for some reason, Cincinnati is like a little, little brother to Cleveland after Columbus. Come at me. You know where to find me. And they just run their mouths a lot. And I just don't get it. Kentucky people, why do you always run your mouths? Cincinnati's the worst team of football. Kevin, there is a bead of sweat dripping from your head right now after that rant. I can feel it. Right, I'm knocking on wood because we got to play both of those teams and the Bengals three times, but yeah, Bengals. I like that answer. Next question. What was the first Browns game you've both been to? 
I honestly cannot remember how old I was or what year it was. I was younger. I know that we were playing Green Bay. That's all I remember. Mine was actually Bottlegate. Jesus. <laughs> Same guy I went to the game with uh, this Sunday. Shout out, Teddy. And uh, shout out, Mucho. He's actually the guy that does the songs that we play uh, during our podcast. But, yeah, our first experience was Bottlegate. That's incredible. We witnessed the end of the glass bottle era. Rest in peace. Um, what's y'all favorite dinosaurs? Not a misspelled words there, but Jurassic Miles. Absolutely. Miles Garrett. Do you want another message and or poem from your English fan? Yes. Where have you been? Yeah, yeah. Keep them, keep you pumping them out, us man. with that, like the, what, week two or week three? Yeah. Episode just, two or three. Where has that been? Community Please. lot is always open. Let's go. Explain the... <laughs> explain the Browns woes in detail. That is literally the point of this entire podcast. Half an hour, once a week, subscribe, tell your friends, Instagram. Nah, it's not on Instagram. Just follow me on Twitter. I don't know. I don't know why you would. I don't want anyone follows me on Twitter, but that's really just my punching bag for my sports teams. How many times have you cried yourself to sleep after a harsh Browns L? I don't think I've ever actually cried, but I felt pretty dead inside never real tears i don't think uh i think it's more you're just so dead inside i've definitely sat in a lot of dark rooms after games yeah or dark bars yeah it's like- uh but I, I don't think we haven't had like a big enough game where i we were actually in anything to ever actually warrant real tears am yeah. i wrong that's gonna suck when that day comes. oh it's gonna be so bad we get in our <laughs> We getting our shit together after the bye week and ripping the Patriots' dick off. <laughs> uh, that guy always, that's not appropriate, but that's funny. Come the answer on. to that is, we fucking better. <laughs> Could you talk a little more about who you are? We don't know how much, we don't know much about our heroes other than memes. Uh, LP Schwartz, five... Batman wears a mask for a reason, not to protect himself, but to protect his family and his roommate, Kate. Fire kitchens? No. Absolutely not. Way too early for that. Way too early. Can the Browns salvage the first half of the season? Look or- at the back half of the season. All right. Hang on. Let me stop right there. On paper, yes, we absolutely can. Look at the back half of the schedule for the love of all that is holy Jesus Christ. <laughs> We've got to stop uh, profanicizing, and that's blasphemy too. Let's just hope. The answer is yes, we can. Do we have a whole lot of leg to stand on in terms of proof that we can do it from the season so far? Not really. Some uh, bright spots. But again, the bye week right now is coming at a perfect time. What do you think of other NFL players who say Baker is too cocky. What, what do you want to say? Do we, do we want a choir boy leading this team? I've ranted about this so many times in this podcast already. I don't know what you people want a quarterback to say. Do you not want him to say that he wants to win? Do you not want him to be pissed off, loud, vocal? I don't know what you want. I want everything that Baker is doing. I have absolutely no complaints. If you know, if you got a problem with Baker, great. I hope you do. Oh, this is badass. If you got a problem with Baker, you got a problem with the Dogs of War podcast. Straight up. Hell yeah. I give myself chills. Refs were the worst and made me blue, 
but perfect podcast cheered me up. It's not really a question, but I'm glad we could support you in your day. Much love. J underscore by Stricky. Defense is surprisingly well. Offense underachieving. Not really a question, but hell yeah. Appreciate your thoughts. Is Kitchens in the hot seat? He's going to be all season. He's a first-year head coach. He has more talent than we've ever had. So good or bad, yeah, he's going to be in the hot seat the entire first season of this. Absolutely. (laughs) How come our receivers think they're playing volleyball when the ball gets thrown to them? (laughs) Blake Weva. That's great. That's good. Yeah, there's been a lot of passes that should have been caught. Why is Angry Browns fans the greatest IG page of all time? <laughs> Brendan you, Connolly. You absolutely submitted that yourself. Uh, no, I did. Brendan.Connolly did. Great submission. I don't know. It's just a gift. Are you worried? Be honest. Yes. What do you think the team should do moving forward? Short answer, win. Will our wide receivers be receiving personal or group checks from Butterfinger? <laughs> That's... <laughs> Hey, we're not here to bash our guys, but if somebody asks a question and it's really funny, then it's getting included. And if Butterfinger wants to sponsor the Dogs War Podcast. We are open for business. I'll at you, boy. Is there still hope for 500? Yes. yes. How many Browns blankets must you own to be a true Browns fan? There's no real definitive number for that, but I feel like the OG Browns fans, shout out my West Siders, if you're not pulling a Browns blanket out of like the fourth drawer in the cabinet you haven't looked at in years out of your basement, have one on your couch upstairs, just all over random spots in your house from all eras of your family, uh, yeah. Yeah, it just give. I mean, bandwagon fans, they don't have that uh, yet. investment yet, but if you do own those blankets, that's where you get the lifetime pass, the lifetime membership. Is Baker Mayfield going to start next week? No, he's not, because it's a bye week. Yeah, it was a of, stupid question. None you're, of the Browns players are starting next week. So your question is invalid. We included it anyway. Do you believe that we were outcoached or outplayed against the Seahawks? BT dubs, I love the podcast. Outcoached, 1,000%. Outplayed, not at first, but uh, we sure let to get away from us. How much wood would a woodchuck chuck of a woodchuck could chuck wood? Seven. Do you think the Browns will make the playoffs? Absolutely. If you if you're not gonna if you're gonna start losing faith after six games, I don't want you watching this team or cheering for this team anyway. But I want you subscribing to the podcast. Yes. What do you think about the Amish, Kevin? Uh, my family used to have a house down in Millersburg, Kilbuck, Ohio. Shout out to my Amish people down there. Love the Amish. And the Dare Dutchman, one of the best restaurants you'll ever eat at. Down there, some good Amish cooking. And they don't even sponsor the podcast. And I don't think they listen to it either. Uh, I would say I am pro-Amish. Do you prefer Baker with or without the beard? Bring the beard back, please. Focus on the mustache. If you were to write a letter of complaint to the refs last Sunday, what would it say? I would say listen to the first half of this podcast, the first one-eighth of this podcast. We covered it in detail. Your biggest moment of personal Browns fandom glory since the franchise's return. Mine would be in 2015, we went to the Browns-Titans game. We were down 28-3 to at half, and it was the greatest road comeback win of all time. And we narrowly <laughs> avoided that being returned to us against the Seahawks this week. I'd say just 
recent memory, even though we lost a game, I'm going to go to the last game of the season last year against the Ravens because it was after Christmas and we had a game that actually mattered for something, which that's never happened before. Do you still trust Baker with my life? Absolutely. What are you, nuts? Why are people losing hope because of a 2-4 and four start? We usually start 0-6. That's a great point. Great question. See? Glass half full. Glass is half full. Great question, kid. Well, that wraps out the AMA, the questions. Thank you for everyone that submitted. If we didn't include your question, it's because it was asked in a different form 30 times before that, or we just didn't like the question itself. Thank you for the submissions, though, and for the Munilab payphone as well. We appreciate it. That does it for episode 11. Next week, we have a, the Patriots writer from SB Nation coming on. We're going to talk to him about the upcoming bout against New England. We'll have a great interview there. Until then, keep the faith. Keep your chins up. Nobody said being a Browns fan was easy. I mean, that goes without saying. Just don't give up hope. We'll see you next week. Good night, Cleveland. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.